0: Welcome back. Hey, yo. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's Bree. I'm Bree. This Buffy. That's Buffy. Y'all, look. It's been. um. I've been up
1: since 5 this morning. Yeah,
0: I've been up since about 6.30. Were you? I had to bring my mom somewhere. Shocking. So, um, yeah, we, we are a little loopy, as you can tell. But, um, still,
1: I would like to have a beverage.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. no, she, I'm going to go and treat um, Duffy to a drink after this so she can get loose as a goose, but please because, don't get her because started. Because I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> Help me, I'm poor. <laughs> but but um, look, we, we already had a minute and we haven't even introduced the episode. <laughs> but um, okay, so today we're going to be talking about that infamous little video that's floating around, talking about um, Pastor John Gray's comments about lids and coats. Okay. And how that um, pertains to women and our responsibilities and relationships. I have a lot to say. So um why don't we go ahead and get into it? We Josen, we Josen. So let's get into this um, topic because I feel like I have a lot of words. For this but i definitely don't want to like talk for a whole bunch of time because <laughs> we don't have three hours to, got, co- to cover to, this we got to time. get to bed and, and get
1: up we have after to we go to happy hour
0: yes we have things to do so let's get to it so if you haven't heard or if you haven't seen the video um there is this clip of pastor john gray i think he's out of Texas I'm not sure I'm not sure where his church is, oh but God. I've seen him around before um on Facebook and he seems like he's a pretty good um, pastor from the little bits and pieces that I've seen but um he was on this show which is based in Atlanta called Sister Circle mm-hmm. it's like one of their little morning shows or something like that or a daytime talk show okay. and um, he was on there talking about his relationship with his wife and um, everything seemed copacetic, but I think the part that got people really talking is when he spoke about how his wife um, went through more pain birthing him as a man than she did birthing their two children. Like she was a a coat that was two times too big for him, and he had to grow into her, and she wasn't like a lid, and you know, like a lid is a woman or someone who would like stop your growth. But um, she didn't do all that. She had to go through all of this pain and trial and all this kind of stuff as he grew up. And now, you know, he owes her the world and he owes everything to her and blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. And um, there's this guy. Now, I don't know. I can't remember his name, but he's the one who's in the video. Oh, gosh. Um, He's very popular on Facebook. Like, he does all of the... He talks about all the relationship stuff. But anyway... He had a response to that clip, which I thought was super, super dead on. And it's not like this topic is something that's new, like talking about how women should not be rehabilitation centers for men or broken men or whatever. But, um, I mean, Derek Jackson. Derek Jackson, yes. Derek Jackson. The self-love ambassador. The self-love ambassador. Like, I've watched a couple of his videos. Like, son is really, for the most part, like, from what I've seen, he he sounds like he, you know, he's spitting some real shit. And he seems authentic. You know? And so, his response to this whole thing was just like, yes. Yes. He's also
1: married, right?
0: He's also, yeah, that's what the pastor said. Oh, because then after his little video or whatever, then the pastor and his wife had a rebuttal. But let's talk about the topic at hand. Really, like, What we want to talk about is not necessarily even just that particular situation, but the topic that came from it, which is why do we feel as though women have to be ride or dies? Excuse me. I don't know what was happening there. (laughs) Why do women have to be ride or dies? And like, why do we have to go through so much pain and suffering with men and whatnot before we get to be all, you know, like happy? Like that, why is our glory... At the end of this dark tunnel full of traps and spikes and other women and mommy issues and, like, all kinds... Like, it's so much stuff. And the expectation is that we have to be there regardless. mm mm-hmm. um, You know, like, why is that? Why do we have to be birthing grown-ass men?
1: Yeah, I mean... I, I just don't know what to, to say about this topic. Like, I really was, like, looking at what he said, and I was hoping that there was another side to this coin. Mm-hmm. Or at least I was expecting another side that maybe I just didn't get to see. Just like Derek was saying, like, maybe all of the other parts were edited out. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like, okay, so, and and you did what for her?
0: Right. Oh, my gosh. And that's, like, that's the part that really gets under my skin, is that if we went through half of the stuff or brought our partners through half of the shit that they bring us through and whatnot i don't know that they would even stick around for a quarter of it like i mean i don't know that i've ever heard anyone really talk about like men being there for women as they go through
1: their fuck girl phase basically oh That's a whole nother issue. Right. Like, the insecurities that pop up when... um, Not even when you come into the relationship with a whole bunch of problems, but when you just come into the relationship after a long period of being single. Mm -hmm. And so, therefore, you may have been doing single things, enjoying your life. And then all of a sudden, they they can't deal.
0: Yeah. So, like... All right. So, let's backtrack. Because this is, like, a really broad topic. And so, there's a whole different a whole bunch of directions we can go in but let's start with problem or what I would say is yeah I think it's a problem issue number one is that I think that men have been granted this grace period Uh to be like an extended adolescence where the expectation is that they get to you know go through what I like to call their fuck boy phase whatever that may look like whether it's Um, just an an allergic reaction that comes up when you mention monogamy or something or like
1: womanizing
0: womanizing, um, cheating um, being disrespectful not being thoughtful of like their partner's feelings and I wouldn't
1: even say and I'm gonna refrain from saying hoeing because I'm starting to not like that term I don't like it if a man has a healthy like sexuality all of us mm-hmm. you know we have urges as humans do yeah and if he decides that he wants to you know just sleep with women if it's protected if it's consensual if it's understood that a relationship is not coming from this and yeah. nobody's misled then I say go for it
0: yeah so I wouldn't even count that as like a part of the fuckboy boy phase either because you're right if you're going about it the right way it's fine. It's when you're not going about it the right way. It's when you are having like an absolute disregard for the other, other people person. involved in your in your shit is yeah. when it's a problem. Yeah. You know, so like men get this this grace period to be that way when women are like socialized from childhood mm-hmm. to be nurturing, to be like caring, loving. And not that like guys don't, but the ways in which we are, you know, kind of shaped is that we're supposed to be this kind of like the peace, be our man's peace, be his happy home, be the one he comes home to for a home-cooked meal and a hug or whatever like that, and yeah. be with him through his pain and his strife, and when he does some shit, you know, they're going to give you that whole, you know, it's men going to be men, and all boys going to be boys, and all that kind of shit, yeah. and we don't have that same you know period of time to go through a growth phase and not that we don't go through that phase but for the most part you know like if we are maybe still growing up and whatnot we we aren't granted that same kind of forgiveness and kindness like if we fuck up it's the end of the world but the expectation is that you can't ever live it down right like you can't live it down but like if the dude screws up or if the dude is being an asshole if he's doing all that kind of stuff that's to be expected. And we're supposed to deal. Yeah. And I don't want to be a cult. That double standard. For nobody. <laughs> to do th- yeah, it's a terrible yeah. double standard. So that's issue number one. And we have to stop that.
1: I agree with that.
0: We have to stop that. Like, we, we cannot... Like, this is the thing. It's not that people aren't supposed to go through some shit. You know? Everybody has to be like go through their maturity phase or like kind of grow into the their adult selves i get it but i mean you that doesn't excuse you from being mindful of other people and thoughtful about you know just what you're putting out into the world yeah because then you leave you know like a trail of tears behind you whether it be with multiple women or one Like you know whoever it is it Maybe that you broke a lot of hearts Or it could be that you have this one person That just sticks through you with it And you just continually break their heart And it's like you leave all of this damage behind you And then you, one day you wake up and be like Ah yes I'm a better man now. Here I am. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> Pat me on the back. I've made it. You know, like, Pat and, you on the back. and then you, everybody else is like, you know, the women that uh, had to deal with your shit or whatever, just looking at you, like, full of resentment <laughs> and shit. Like, you know. Die. Like, I I can't stand your guts, you know. Yeah. And so I want, I wish that more men would, sh- like, sh- like, push away that idea that, I get to. This is just a part of me. Like this is just what men do. Like yeah, I'm I'm eventually going to slip up and cheat. That should not be an expectation. Oh yeah. Like you know, like oh well, it was no, no more room for excuses. Like excuses die here because I don't get to use those same excuses. Yeah. And I still have to be mindful of your feelings, your personhood, like your manhood. All of these things. I still have to be mindful of that. Why are you not mindful of me in that same way? Yeah. Kill that shit today.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So... Let me play devil's advocate. Ooh. Um, (laughs) I can do this in two ways. Okay. Okay, this is the first way. What if the pastor and his wife were specifically just speaking on their relationship in a capsule? Which is impossible. But what if they were just speaking on their unique situation about how it just so happened to be his wife who had to help him grow for 8 years. Mm-hmm. She fell in love with him and decided to stay with him through all of his flaws and decided to endure the pain that she decided to endure mm-hmm. to then have their marriage prosper into what it is. Is there really something wrong with with that? With that dynamic of supporting another person? in their way that's a very good point
0: to make and I think that too when we're talking about like not dealing with people's shit Mm -hmm. like I mentioned before like everybody has to grow up at some point and everybody has different trajectories of what that growing up looks like yeah it's not like you know you everybody's supposed to just one day once you hit eighteen, boom, I'm a better person. I, I'm grown I'm mature. I'm a
1: grown <laughs> I'm an adult, you know, or
0: whatever <laughs> that means, you know, like so it's not to say that if you're with someone and your person is going through some things that you can't be there with them through their tough times. I get it. Everybody has their different thing, you know. So but there's a difference in being supportive of someone and then there's a difference in being an emotional dumpster
1: Shit. for someone. Yeah.
0: So you can support someone and they can grow and they can like you start to see the changes and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But if that person in all of your support still treats you as though, you know, like you're basically True. like Yeah, like if they still kind of fucking up. Rug then, met
1: Let me wipe my feet. Right.
0: Like, you know, like if that's still happening, then no. My rug met. Your rug mat, my
1: doormat, your dog.
0: Door. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's that's real. Like, I mean, honestly, I think that a lot of people feel as like they're conflating the two. Like, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I'm being, I'm being the supportive girlfriend if I'm staying staying around with someone who's emotionally abusing me. You know, like yeah. you don't have to stick around. That doesn't make you a stronger person to stick through that kind of shit yeah like a a a guy who may be manipulating you a guy who may be like um cheating on you constantly or whatever the case may be and his he always come back to you and be like baby I'm sorry and I can't um (laughs) I'm sorry bye (laughs) we just had someone walk in but that's cool no problem no problem but you know like they're like Baby, I'm so sorry. I, um... You know, I won't do it again and all that kind of shit, you know? like Yeah,
1: that's, def- that's definitely the difference. And I think a lot of times this is where the message gets mixed. Mm-hmm. It's where what we should be advocating for and what a lot of people are advocating for, like Derek and like a lot of women out there, they're advocating for women who basically put up with being mistreated. hmm And wanting to stop this you know idea that you have to go through pain in the in the way of you have to deal with mistreatment in right. order to then have the man that you want right. And like let's just be honest how painful is real life by yourself like just the pain that you put your own goddamn self through Right, oh yeah, That
0: oh, that's a good point. Like, oh my gosh, life is hard enough without having to deal with somebody else's bullshit? Yeah. Like, that's stress on stress.
1: Yeah. And who
0: needs that? And I want to also do another clarifying point too. Like, okay, so there's a difference between supporting someone and then putting up with, like, bullshit that's never going to change. Right. There's also, too, like, it doesn't have to be like the absolute worst. Like it doesn't have to be like some crazy shit like somebody who's like putting their hands on you and all that kind of shit. Like mm-hmm. that's the, the it's the worst thing that you can endure. No, it could be little shit too. It could be someone that you know like is just not thoughtful in the way that they speak to you. And yes. just not thoughtful in the way that like when they're in a certain mood and they get tunnel vision it's it's like gloves off and they don't care what they say they're just thinking about themselves in that moment and then they gotta always come back and apologize for what they said and it's constant and like otherwise they're you know they're this good person or they're all this that and the third but you know that at the drop of a dime it's back to shit that's hurting your feelings and other people might be able to be like oh yeah that doesn't bother me but if it's bothering you and you said that to that person like hey this bothers me. This is taking a toll on me. This is like, I'm, I can't be around you right now. Like, you know, that kind of shit. Like, it's yeah. really wearing you down. Yeah. That's valid enough. That's valid enough to be like, no. Put your foot down and say, no, I'm not doing that shit anymore. Like, yeah. you know, so it, it doesn't, you know, like, it doesn't have to be the absolute worst. So if it's whatever is unique to your situation and it's bothering you, that's valid enough, sweetie. That's valid enough. If you put it out there. And you told that person, and you tried to work through it, and you Mm -hmm. talked about it, and you all this and that, and you banged your head against the wall to see some change, and that nigga said he was going to change. But then the next week, you're back to square one. Yeah. You don't have to be his coat, baby girl, because, like, you've been trying to make him grow into you for however long. You know, like, it could be weeks, months, years, however long it is. If you tried, you don't have to be the person that that births him into cuz maybe he maybe he just can't fit through your birth canal sweetie he might not be able to fit through your birth canal <laughs> girl you're gonna but, be pregnant with him for forever
1: oh <laughs> you definitely baby boy look this, this baby
0: boy <laughs> baby boy you got a big-ass tyrese in your womb and you are not going to have that baby like c-section and nigga right on that lip. like it's time to just go on and give it you know like give up on that or Cut maybe, it
1: out because I
0: think another thing too, like when we're talking about people wait. being like lids and coats. But wait, but, okay, wait, but wait, okay, okay, so
1: just to recap. All right, so in terms of being mistreated, mistreatment can look like, mistreatment doesn't always have to look like psychological abuse. Yes. Mistreat doesn't always have to look like emotional abuse, doesn't yes. have to look like physical abuse. It yes. can sometimes just look like what you're doing is taking a toll on me. Yes, yes. Yes. whatever that may be
0: right because I think that's why a lot of people stick around too is that it's the same thing in how we look at like this is just a really not a random thing but the first thing that came to mind is how we look at rape culture Yeah, and how a lot of people when they think rape, they automatically think of the most brutal, most horrible thing that can happen to someone. And so when you have instances in which it wasn't the boogeyman that jumped out from behind the bush, mm-hmm. people are like, you know, they second guess. They kind of like, like... Like, what was that? Right, like, was it was really? That was that Was Or, you know, you start questioning the person and all that kind of stuff. So it's almost kind of in that same thing where if it's like, the nigga is not, you know, beating down person. or whatever, yeah. then you start questioning, well, is it me or... Maybe I'm just taking it too seriously. But you, but people are starting to see a difference in you. Mm-hmm. You starting to see a difference in you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, like, so it's the same thing where it's like we almost rush to invalidate ourselves because we feel as though, I mean, it's not even feel as though, sometimes it's real. Like, dating can be such a shitty experience because there really doesn't seem to be that many guys out here who are real, like... The, you know, that that are really great, honestly. Yeah. And so you like, well, I have to deal with what I have because what are my chances otherwise? Yeah. And so if it's not that bad then why would I leave? Yeah. So, yeah. That's that's definitely I think uh, that plays a role in too where you think, Well I have to I'm gonna make him into my Prince Charming because it's either him or Ray Ray. And I can't do that.
1: Yeah. Ray Ray has six kids can't be baby mama number four I just say like (laughs) I won't go off into a tangent I'll just write down my point and talk to you about it later okay (laughs) um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) but no like so I think so yeah so let's make sure that we recap so we covered you know like the differences between suffering and actually being someone like support system which I want to reiterate too that Because you want, it goes both ways. Like, while you want that man to, you know, or you want to be supportive for that man or that woman, you want them also to be supportive for you. And I just realized, like, I don't know, I can't speak for LGBTQ community folks on how this dynamic works in those, you know, like, different spaces. All I can speak from is my very, like, cisgender, heterosexual point of view. So I I don't know how that works for other people. But I know as far as, like, like, uh, straight couples and all that kind of shit. As far as, like, the supporting thing, you want to go both ways. You you know, this, I mean, this is a thing that's for everybody. You want it to go both ways. But I was just clarifying on my perspective. I don't want to speak for anybody else. But, um, yeah, the way you support that man or whatever, you want him to support you the same way. Mm-hmm. You want him to uplift you in that same way and whatnot. So, yeah, support goes both ways. But when you feel like you are doing most of the emotional labor, that's when it becomes a problem. And it becomes even more of a problem when you feel like you are being gaslit.
1: Hmm.
0: Then, then so that's another thing, too. Is so while you're trying to be the coat and you're trying to be the covering for the man that's growing, and he's, you know, you're starting to see some changes and whatnot, mm-hmm. but all the while it's starting to, like, you, you're carrying this load on your back and it's starting to break your back. And you're explaining, you know, like you're telling someone, oh, well, you know, I, I get it. You're, you know, you got to grow up and all that kind of stuff, but you're taking a toll on me or whatever. And that person's like, yeah, no, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. And then when that toll, like you you didn't fix it, the situation, you just kind of like he put a Band-Aid over it or whatever. Yeah. And so your back is still breaking but the person's all up like la-di-da-di-da like you just (laughs) (laughs) you know like so you over here hunched over whatever about like you know carrying a boulder on your back or whatever all the while the person is like you know profiting off of your support and your continued you know like pushing of them but you can only do so much and then you're telling them about it and they seem confused like they're just so tunnel visioned on themselves and what's going on in their world and they think that you know like love is being just being there and yeah. love is not going back and pouring into that person or taking a pause and being like what's, what's wrong and then not, not, only, not only like because here's the thing too gaslighting can look like asking what's wrong too many times mm. I don't think a lot of people notice that Like you tell think, me more you think in just asking what's wrong you're doing the right thing but if you are paying attention to your partner, if you are you in tune know what's wrong. with your partner, you you are paying... You know. You know. And even mm-hmm. if you don't know exactly what's wrong, you are that, like, in tune with your girlfriend that you notice a change in her mood. Mm-hmm. You notice a change in her behavior. Mm-hmm. You notice she ain't talking to you as much. Mm-hmm. You notice that she a little distant.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: rather than... Um, say take the initiative to be like okay to discuss it like let me talk like I don't know exactly what's happening but tell me what's like to kind of go about it like that when you just ask what's wrong but what's wrong has been stated on more than one occasion that feels like gaslighting yes that is gaslighting yeah because that means it's like and you may not even be intentionally gaslighting so That's like A lot of people don't even realize when they're doing something fucked up to somebody. But it is gaslighting when you are making someone feel as though their very valid concerns and feelings are invalid because yeah. you don't want to take the time to pay attention or you don't have enough time to pour into them because you're too focused on pouring into yourself and making sure that you're right and you're fine and your needs are met and your wants are met and you're getting the affection that you need. And all that kind of stuff. All the okay. while, you're, you you know, you all battered and broken on the side. Yeah. And it's just like, it's I, tired.
1: I, I mean, another thing that I've kind of experienced and don't really know if other mm-hmm. people have experienced. Yeah. You know, sometimes when, you know, a partner has brought a concern to you and you do know your partner well enough. Right. And, I mean, some people really honestly do and just don't want to, you know, admit to what is happening. Right. But when you do know your partner well and you can sit there and say... hmm And go directly to your partner and say, listen, Mm -hmm. I just noticed that I did this Mm -hmm. and it made you feel like this. And I said that I wasn't going to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I, now I'm even like, I'm, I'm feeling how you're feeling. I'm feeling as bad as you're feeling because Mm -hmm. you're so hurt by what I did. Right. Um, this is what happened. This is how we can move forward, you Mm -hmm. know? What happens when the person on the other end is then like, "Oh well, that's not good enough."
0: I mean, like, I can I can kind of speak to that in that after after so long, mm-hmm. I think you get tired, and mm-hmm. you, the person does start to try, yeah, but their efforts are either very like minimal effort. And it's not enough to make up for all the damage that has been done.
1: Mm.
0: Or you just have come to a point where you don't believe that the effort is genuine. Because you've seen it when they put in effort before to try. And then it turns back, right back to, like, what you were telling them about to begin with.
1: Mm. You
0: know, like, it's it's really hard to repair um, someone when you kind of like really kind of just like with the weight i was talking about Mm-hmm. you carry the weight right and you're still like it's maybe you can fix it if you start to take that load off their back but once the load has gotten so heavy that their fucking knees broke like they're just on the like, <laughs> like it's like a like a, what's that the coyote when the fucking boulder falls on the head or whatever yeah. like smashes them yeah or whatever you didn't roll the rock off of them and now you just picking up the little limp body like i'm here i'm here to fix you it's like where were you when the rock was on my back (laughs) like why weren't you (laughs) you know so
1: like okay yeah my next question yeah what does pouring into someone actually look like i think it is
0: okay this is a good question too so i think also as how we communicate love and whatnot the way men and women are socialized i think that there's a big difference because oh,
1: we need a man on the line
0: we do and i would love to have a guest like we can totally revisit this topic with a, a male guest i would love to do that yeah but um yeah no i was thinking that you know how women are taught to love is very emotion based and that it's being there for someone. It's being that shoulder to cry on. It's like just being kind of like physically affectionate, just emotionally, just I'm here for you. That sense mm-hmm. is always there. Like you are this person in their life that is just always going to be there for them. They sense that love. It's, you know, there. And I think guys kind of get a sense of that as well. But also maybe they think love is more an action Like Mm -hmm. opening car doors, taking you out on dates, Mm -hmm. um, remembering your birthday, buying you gifts, Mm -hmm. those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. And those those gestures can only go so far. Like, sure, that's an aspect of love. But when was the last time you asked your partner, like, how are you doing? And not just how was your day, but how are you right now? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm you know, you've been a little down lately and I'll. I want to fix that because I love you in all your shapes and forms, but I love to see you happy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, because I feel like we do that. Like, the moment your nigga is booted up or whatever like that, he, you come and pick him up from work and he booted up in the car seat just looking all frowned up and shit. You trying to suck Like, it? you
1: trying. <laughs> <laughs> sure,
0: you're probably going to suck his dick. <laughs> you might top him off in the parking
1: lot. But then <laughs> all of a sudden. Certain-
0: But you're also going to be like, ooh, how can I fix this? What's wrong, babe? Tell me what's wrong, blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. While sometimes, you know, guys might be like, oh, let me just throw some flowers at it. Yeah. That is child. Like, I think that that, I think, and that's how people, like, when, say, for example, again, when you're trying to, like, when somebody's putting in the effort or whatever like Mm -hmm. that, you got to know what kind of effort is needed at that time. And sometimes flowers ain't it. Sometimes, you know, like boxes of chocolates are not it. It's saying that, you know what, we need to talk. And I'm like, you know, maybe you can be like Dwayne Wayne in that uh Dwayne Wayne in that uh video. Like remember from uh I forgot which episode of a different world it was, but he was just saying something to Whitley, all kinda like, and this is what we gonna do, blah blah blah. And she was like you know, a heart was all a flutter. But just mm-hmm. the way he kind of commanded the situation. I'm not saying be like, I'm the man. This is what we're going to do. But just saying, all right, babe. I love us too much. I love you too much to see you like this. Yeah. We going to come over. I'm going to fix dinner. And we're going to start figuring this out. Because in order for us to work or whatever like that, we have to talk. Like... I think a lot of women, too, are tired of having to be that person to initiate that conversation. I don't know yeah. how many guys do it, but from every woman I know, it almost like I was talking to my best friend the other day, and it was like I was talking about somebody else or whatever. I think
1: I'm the nigga in a lot of situations. Right.
0: Or with the shutting down or whatever? Not with the shutting We're down. we not shutting but down, like but with
1: like, being approached to talk.
0: Yeah.
1: I think a lot of times I am like... What do you want want to speak about? Right.
0: And I mean, that's not... Because I don't... I I, I usually am not one to generalize. But I'm only speaking... I guess my generalizations right now for this specific conversation come just from, like, what I've learned from women over time and what I've learned about guys over time. So, of course, everybody is very idiosyncratic in how they respond to these certain things. So, I don't want it to be that all women are like this, all men are like this. But speaking kind of generally about it though like what my best friend was saying was that you know oh i have to be like the person who initiates the conversation
1: yeah which is
0: really interesting that you say oh well the guy has because you just have to hopefully you're with a guy who will initiate the conversation because if he's expecting you to always kind of tell him what's wrong and then lead, lead. him oh, yes on like the like he doesn't have the emotional bandwidth to do it so he's always expecting you to start those conversations then we SOL right then it's like oh what are we going to do now because he doesn't you know he hasn't really had to do that kind of labor
1: yeah
0: whereas most times women like maybe you don't do it but you know how you've been in situations to do it where right. i think a lot of guys maybe aren't sure how to approach it
1: mm-hmm. but
0: at this point now even if you're not sure even if you're afraid of the response whatever the case may be you gotta balls up and do it because yeah. a lot of times we don't want to you know like hard conversations who wants to have them
1: right But they have to be had. I think, like, for me, I've had, like, such a I don't give a fuck attitude Mm -hmm. a lot of times Mm -hmm. where um, that is actually a part of my growth, just to talk about growth Mm -hmm. as as women, because we have growth, too. Of course. Um, Part of my growth has been to initiate a lot of conversations, whether it be, like, in my intimate relationships or just with friends, to Mm -hmm. really just sit down and say, like, this relationship means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. I apologize for mm-hmm. and then explicitly saying what I'm apologizing for because sorry by itself doesn't right. it. Um, so that's one area of growth that I have.
0: Okay. And I'll say for me too,
1: um,
0: is that I think that part of my growth has been, you know, like with being maybe passive aggressive sometimes because yeah. for the most part I don't have a problem with talking about things
1: Yeah,
0: but there's times where I'm like um, just I'll just ignore the text mm-hmm. or I'll just you know like I'll do that or whatever mm-hmm. but I think too uh, for me and my own like personal experience a lot of my, my passive aggressiveness came to towards the end when it was just like I got so tired of saying the same thing that I had run out of things to say yeah. And so that's why I was just like, look at the text message, put the phone down. Cause what what I'm gonna say, the right. same thing I told you a month ago. Right. You know. So, but that's still something that, like, if I get married one day and my partner is doing something that is bothering me or whatever, and maybe I have repeated myself, but now we like legally bound together. You know. Yeah. So I can't take that approach. I have to. If the, if the dude, hopefully it'll be somebody who will notice. But if it's up to me, I have to be able to swallow that and be like, okay, look, we're going to talk about this. Yeah. We're going to talk about this. And, you know, I think that's an area of growth for me. Okay. And so, um yeah, no, I think as far as John Gray's comments go, I think that they were meant to be, like,
1: they were meant to uplift his wife to talk right. about everything that she sacrificed to be in their relationship. Right. I think that his wife didn't get to say whatever he sacrificed to be in their relationship. Right. She
0: probably talked
1: about it on their little IG live story. Yeah. But it just came off. It gave that taste of women you should, you know be there for your man for eight years and bear enough more pain than childbirth yeah like see baby
0: that right there is the part that bothered me the most was
1: that men don't know how painful childbirth is right i haven't yet had a child but i know how painful childbirth is just from experiencing my cycles right like i mean that's just a just a taste i can imagine what childbirth can
0: feel like for people so and to imagine that, for you, sir? that a no. grown-ass man will not will put you through more labor pains than the the physical birth of your children will and that's it. love
1: i no. grew up in a fetal position <laughs>
0: No, so I think that too, like with uh, the other guy, with Derek Jackson was saying, where it sounded like he was more like a lid. A lot of guys don't realize that the damage that they're doing to the women in their growth process. And it's like, sure, go through your growth process, my dude, but be mindful of the people that are supporting you and uplifting you through that growth process because you don't get to profit off the labor of people and then toss them aside and just be like, you know, oh, you know, It is what it is. I'm a growing up now and all the while you've, you know, you... Because, like, what you do to people along the the lines, like, we all grow, right? Like, in our development, we learn from our parents. We learn from our teachers. We learn from our aunties. We learn... Like, every experience that we have with a person shapes Mm -hmm. who we become and how we encounter and interact with people moving forward. Yeah. So, the fucked up shit that some guys can do in relationships... Don't feel as though that's in an isolated, like that's in a bubble. It's an isolated incident or whatever like that. Because what you pour into her, the negativity, the pain that you pour into her can manifest in any and every interaction that she has moving forward. Because you have, you know, kind of shown her one, like this side of things and whatnot. You've built up some experiences for her that will inform how she moves forward. Mm
1: -hmm. You know,
0: like, and that's the same thing for women as well. Don't be shitty, people. To like, don't be shitty to your partner or whatever like that. Like, even in your growing process, you know, you think about how that will affect the person moving forward in their lives and their future interactions and all that sort of thing. Like, we have to be... Thoughtful about how we treat people and what we do for people and how we talk to people and walk with people. If we would do that, I don't think there'd be as many hurt people walking around. Even if things don't work out or whatever. Even if, you know, it's just, it's not meant to be. Handle people with care. That's all it takes. Like, if your growth right now is to learn how to handle people with care and you've handled people, like, terribly before. Mm hmm Go back maybe and apologize to the people you fucked up or over or whatever like that, and do better with whoever comes
1: moving forward. Well, I can't go back, but um, I will, <laughs> I will go. I will go uh, except for my friends. But other than that, I will go on ahead and just move on forward and
0: uh, be kind. Yeah, be kind, and that applies for us too because I'm no saint. I'm no saint by a long shot, and I hope I don't feel like I'm on my high horse and I'm some, you know, like, let me slide off this little sanctimonious steed real quick and let San- y'all know that And, you know, like, and I'm I'm a real person too, and there's ways that I handle things, like, you know, like being petty or, you know, that kind of shit. That's not nice. That's not nice, and that doesn't mean oh, you know, I'm a petty. And, ooh, I'm a petty ooh, and, you know, it's right there. And I've said like, some I, I, oh, things. I
1: have to stop with that.
0: Yeah, you know, like, there's some things where you just got to pause. And a lot of people don't take pause before they do shit. I've been doing really well that, actually.
1: I, I would like Pausing. to say. Yeah, yeah. Not being petty. Because I, be I can be petty to the point where you want to beat me up. My petty is on, like, maybe five on a scale from one to ten. I am on an eight to ten. Like, eight to ten for petty?
0: Yeah. I mean, I I have the capability to do it. But at the same time, I also feel as though, like... The consequences of reaching the levels of petty that I can go to in, me <laughs> in jail. <laughs> I <know. laughs> like, jail. I, I don't. I don't want to go to prison. So. <laughs> but you know, like I'm going down to four. Yeah, I mean that's really good. Purposefully, though. but and that's that sense of awareness mm-hmm. is sometimes that's just, that's that's all it takes is just being aware that you're doing it, and then do better moving forward. So that, Mm -hmm. so that if you want, all right, so let's reframe John Gray's thing. If you want somebody, like, if you want to be that person or whatever, if you want somebody to be your covering Mm -hmm. or whatever like that, give them something to work with. Don't Uh just rely heavily on them to just be there for you regardless of what you do. And you're not going to grow up or whatever like that, but you still expect the person to be there for you or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you're going to keep giving them the same excuse. Well, I can't change overnight. (laughs) You know like Dead that shit If you want people to really be there for you And support you You have to really be intentional About your growth and changing And doing better And like sure There's gonna be days where you fall back It happens to everybody We Mm -hmm. all slip up But the idea is to do better Every single time Yes better every time
1: Better every time Incremental growth every time like literally some there things should, you can change overnight but some yeah. things it takes a little while and some shit honestly but not a long while
0: some shit honestly is very much so overnight it don't take years for you not to cuss at me uh-huh overnight 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 for you to not like like um be like totally just not mindful of people's time that's it. something you can do. <laughs> you no, no you, look, wait, look. wait a minute. <laughs> wait, wait, no, no, no. Look, look. I'm talking about like standing people up on dates. And oh yes, overnight.
1: Yeah. Overnight. Being late to the date though, sometimes it happens. A bitch needs growth. Look, set an alarm. <laughs> on that. Set an alarm. But also another thing too. Know how long to- your makeup will take depending upon the kind, girl. You need a face that you'd like to do. (laughs) I'm going to teach you how to just slap on some concealer and look like
0: you have an entire B face. Show me. I will show show you your (laughs) wisdom. I
1: I need I will show you my wisdom. Yeah. But some things take... Some things, I would say, take a a lot longer. What what takes a lot longer?
0: Like, well, I'll tell you what's not taking a lot longer. Hmm. Responding to text messages. That's on... I look into the air. That's something you can do...
1: You can do it overnight.
0: overnight. But something that may take longer. Yeah. For example, if you have some deeply seated issues, like trust issues. Yeah. That's something that can take time. Like, if somebody hurt you before, and now you become, like, a paranoid person because your experience, again, remembering that what you do to people influences how they interact with people moving forward. So, if that person got hurt and they have trust issues and Mm -hmm. some processing that they're going to have to go through because someone else broke their trust so now you have to build yeah that takes time Um, if you have I know people always talk about mommy issues but mommy issues are daddy issues if you are seeking out love in people to fill in the void that your parent left you that can be something that takes time you have to learn to seek out love for yourself yeah, in that, a way
1: that's not like that might not withstand the relationship right and
0: that's that's something
1: that can break it because if you feel as though somebody's that responsible for your emotions right like, like emotional some, well-being like if you feel as though somebody
0: yeah like if you feel as though somebody has to because i think that that's too it's just like if your dad wasn't around or if your mom wasn't around and you felt unloved for all of your childhood and now you're seeking out somebody who will be around and consistent all the time and no matter what no matter what meaning like the good the bad and the ugly but but whatever the ugly is is you're you know like you're breaking that person's heart but you expect them to still be around through that Mm -hmm. and whatnot that was the role that mom dad guardian was supposed to play You can't do whatever to people and expect them to love you unconditionally like your parent was supposed to or you felt like your parent didn't fulfill that entire thing. You know, like, love, romantic relationships, they do have conditions, folks. They do have conditions. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think that that's another thing, too, that people have to process because then you'll never
1: be happy. Yeah. I think also communicating effectively. Yes. Yes it doesn't have to take too long it can take a it can take a couple months yeah But it can take months Mm -hmm. it
0: can take weeks truthfully one good practice session could change your fucking life
1: like it is literally a skill
0: oh listening
1: it's like doing math
0: yeah it's literally a math problem like one
1: plus one equals this like I understand you feel I taught this to my kids Mm-hmm. I understand you feel and you put in the emotion. Right. Because I did, you put in the behavior and right. it is explicit, direct and it's exactly what the fuck you did.
0: Right. And people sometimes feel as though like that's super complicated, but it's really not. You that have is to an just, empathic statement. You have to really just pause. Mm-hmm. And not prepare to respond for the sake of responding or to defend yourself. Or to like every like if you take everything that someone says that's a critique as an attack, and mm-hmm. your responses are always just to, you know, like fend that person off or whatever. No, yeah. you have to pause and listen to actually hear what that person is saying.
1: Uh huh.
0: Like, hear to not just respond with the right words to say, or not just respond to defend yourself, but listen, listen, because you might you might have not been listening this whole time and this is the first time that you actually heard what the fuck your person was saying and you
1: like oh i didn't even know that damn <laughs> and listening doesn't even just like oh away yeah, well i heard you what you said so i could say the something the fuck back right you literally have to take yourself out of your own seat mm-hmm. hang your shit up mm-hmm. as if it was a clothesline hang it up And then just go ahead and listen to what the other person is saying and repeat that back so that you're not sitting in your own seat. Yes. That's so hard. It is
0: so hard. Ooh, empathy. Real time. Because a lot of y'all think empathy and sympathy are the same thing. No, they are not. Sympathy is feeling sorry for someone. Empathy is being able to relate to someone and like you can relate to them on that level where it's like, I feel your pain. I may not be going through exactly what you're going through, but I'm there with you. Like, I can put myself in your shoes. Let me put myself in your shoes that's what and that's i think that's too where going back to the whole being a cold thing i think that he wouldn't have gave her eight years of that bullshit if he just would have put himself in her shoes for a second and yeah. thought damn what the fuck am i putting this person through right now how much of this can she deal with let me maybe try and speed up the process a little bit because yes. i am hurting somebody because you
1: said it felt like childbirth yes sir right you so you know it was hurting her, her. <laughs> <laughs> the Sir. best way you could be my damn coat is if you hang your coat of emotions up mm-hmm. and you take mine down and put it on that's the right. best way you can be my oh own.
0: that is so good mm-hmm. that is so good we have that's to be how each you, other's
1: coats mm-hmm.
0: we have to be each other's coats we have to be like and in fact we have to be each other's coats and let's reframe lid we have to be lids as far as standards hold each other to a standard yeah because if that man is like doing some shit and whatever like that and you try this way and that way to get around it and fix it and mm-hmm. let's talk it through bay, and oh you know all this that and the third or whatever like that set a standard give him a like what's that word uh when you have two choices
1: it's an ultimatum. And
0: give them an ultimatum. Oh, I forgot that. Give them an ultimatum. It's like, it's either gonna be this or it's going to be that. But it cannot be both. hmm So, if I am worth this relationship, because if they really fuck with you, they really love you like they say they love you or whatever like that, yeah. they're gonna be so fucking shook at the thought of leaving you that all of a sudden, all the room that they thought they had to still do this, that, and the third, gone. But if they really, like no I'm just focused on me I'm gonna do me or whatever like that like they love you like they have they talk about they want you to be um, unconditionally loving but they got conditions to their love too the moment you start pushing back on their shit oh now you a problem okay so um yeah set those oh, God, standards and if and if they start like getting a little sassy with you about your standards or whatever like that that's a red flag Hmm. that is a red flag mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. because
0: somebody who really loves you I mean loves you, loves you like loves your dirty drawers loves you they, they'd be too afraid to lose you they would be too afraid to lose you they wouldn't even put you through half of the shit that they you know like they doing or whatever like that for real or they shape up fast enough or whatever and I mean that's what I think that's my, that's my thoughts on it like if you give them an ultimatum and they test your gangster mm-hmm. then that, that got me questioning everything that you said about loving me off rip because that right there the thought of losing me wasn't enough for you to pause for five fucking seconds and think well hey you know what maybe we should have a conversation <laughs> about this yeah. or maybe I should rethink this before I throw this out there yeah. or whatever the case may be
1: Yeah,
0: you know like that person probably don't love you as much as they say they do not true. So wow oh, Awesome. That was really good. I hope y'all felt so good about it. I know I this is, yeah, we look, you know what, y'all? For real, for real. I can't one like wait to have one day, like we won't have a live show. That's gonna be so much fun. That's so far down the line. But I can I don't know wait. about you, but
1: I wanna I want our live show to be like partying like Mardi Gras live show like actual factual mics where I can enjoy catching some bees and laughing at people and drinking I know you don't drink we're not okay smoke some hookah or something it's gonna be a party okay sis okay
0: (laughs) but um you know what y'all we've been uh chatting for a long time and so why don't we just go ahead and make this uh we're gonna wrap this up then this is we we didn't have a break or anything but i think we had so much to say on this topic that it was just like
1: we were rolling
0: we were rolling so i mean I don't, have, I don't know about anything on social media that i would even want to talk about
1: not after this
0: yeah no i think that that was enough so we recorded on today so that we can enjoy our thanksgivings we hope y'all have a great thanksgiving thanks
1: taking is my day with
0: thanks taking um if y'all don't celebrate i mean i don't even really say i celebrate thanksgiving as much as i'm just happy for the I Celebrate food. my damn family
1: i, I celebrate, celebrate family
0: because thanksgiving is you know like supposed to be about the first um dinner or whatever between the pilgrims and the native americans and all that shit that they taught you in school is a lie and <laughs> i refuse to sit up here and celebrate the genocide of native peoples so um we're just gonna say happy day off to eat turkey um, and
1: other great foods, and other great food, such as gumbo and pie, and with all your family. That.
0: So yeah, with your family, celebrate your family. Be thankful for your family. Be thankful with the people that love you and that push you and that really care for you. And remember to be a good person. You don't have to be a perfect person. Just be a good person. And we love y'all. Have a happy day off and be thankful. We josin'. We josin'. Later, y'all. Bye.